Yeah, man, I don't want it to seem kind of too awkward when we do this because it's the first go around. But I got my boy Jeff with me. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? We're just going to go ahead and roll the show, man. Let's get started. For those of you who don't know, this is Jeff Carlvin. This is a local comedian about to go worldwide with that shit. And he was my friend first. And I'm glad to have him on the show, man. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Don't I just feel bad you mentioned that we were friends a long time. It's actually going to hurt now when I kick you to the curb when I do make it. Oh, this is some bullshit, <laughs> man. Is that how shit goes? I don't. I mean, damn. You. They say don't forget about the little man, but fuck. I'm mm. not going to forget. You just ain't gonna call him over no more. Basically. Yeah. Well. I'm just kidding, because, no. you know, I don't call nobody no way. So. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, but I'll just take it. I'll take it. Shit. Somebody got to uh, I randomly get text you nonsense. Man, uh, how is that, man? How is it to be l- literally a comedian? Like, I knew that. I mean, we all of us have been able to do something like this, but no one, none of us have ever stepped out like you did to make it really happen and manifest. I wasn't doing shit else at the time, <laughs> and I, I wasn't working, so I figured I'd hit some open mics, and I noticed people was actually laughing, and I just kept grinding at it. Dude, you're one of my funniest friends, dude. That I, have. I knew, I knew once you did it, it was gonna pop, and. I need to get my black ass out there and actually support you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen, dude. I swear. You've been making it happen for like five years now. <laughs> That's how long you've been a comedian? Yeah. God. This is actually my sixth year. It'll be six years in August. So you got a skit. You got your whole thing down now, right? Yeah. Do you use the same material? Do you 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 work on material? Or is I work on new stuff, and I tell a lot of the same stuff because... I'm mostly performing in front of different audiences, so right. they haven't heard it. It's new to them. There you go, right? Yeah, like any comic you see on TV, that shit they're saying, they've been saying that for who knows how long. Like when they're touring and going, like Kevin Hart, like his latest special, he's probably been telling that, working that stuff out for like six months to a year probably. Yeah. So, like, it seems like the ones who have, like, that, stardom stardom like i haven't really noticed that i see the same things you got to make it believable and not not just believable but to the point to where you don't it doesn't sound repetitive and like you don't hear the same stuff like because cat yeah cat i can i hear it seems like he's doing the material over and over again in different shows almost like like you but i don't see that in other comedians you know what i mean or no i think i understand what you're saying have you ever seen like the show like hit i don't know i maybe it's because of the different dvds and all he got so many damn dvds yeah. sometimes things get repetitive in within it yeah, and a lot of stuff like a lot of those some of those dvds were recorded and when he when he became big they already had the footage so they leaked it out just to try and get extra uh, money off of it that's how it went down i get it i get it so yeah i mean netflix repeats yeah the older stuff which was what he put on his newer stuff that 
came out seeming like it was double. It wasn't really double. Yeah, like those, like the stuff on Netflix, like the chocolate sundays and all that stuff. Yeah. He did that like before anybody really knew who he was and they taped it, but they had the footage and he blew up. So whoever they released that stuff just to get some money and capitalize off of it. Tell me about the struggle, man. Is it is it hard to do? Like, how much money do you, are you? Would you say you making from the shows that you perform on right now? Um, not enough to quit my day job. <laughs> it's rough. Five yeah. years. I mean, shit. Everybody ain't making Kevin Hart money. You know, and probably they've been doing it for so long. Yeah, and me. Like, I know I need to get out of Vegas because nobody knows who the hell I am. Like, everyone asks if I'm on the strip and stuff like that. But they only book people that, like, are known nationally and worldwide. Yeah. You know, I can't be famous in North Vegas and expect to get booked places. Do you have, like, a a crew of comedians, like a a gelled group of people that you are growing up in the in the industry with right now yeah it was just like anything you do you don't naturally click with other people more than others and the ones I actually click with like i tend to hang around them more and try and get on shows and stuff they're doing but and that's how it happens for like pretty much all the comedians like it's it's that group and then they graduate and elevate together would you say or one pulls them in once the one that break comes and, and that, that that happens a lot and sometimes people Sometimes people try to latch on to somebody just because they're doing well and try to get in that way and not put in any actual work. That's not the way to... It's not the way to do anything, really, but... but you know, you're not doing that, right? You ain't find nobody to lock on to, right? No, because nobody likes me because I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but let's just say that that opportunity came about. Would you take that opportunity? Yes. Uh, shit, whatever I way... I it... would sell out. I, I'll be the first to admit it. Fuck it. Whatever it takes, I right? I give a damn about integrity. I'm trying to get paid How? and hopefully make people laugh. What's that day job looking like? What are you doing? In the, I know what you're doing, but what, what do you actually do as a daytime career? Um, bar back, bartender, whatever you want to call it, but I currently hate the job that I'm at, <laughs> and I really... <laughs> have no problem letting my management know I can't stand their asses. Who doesn't? I mean, shit. And sometimes I feel more bold in telling them because my job's union. At least you got a damn union, man. My shit is fucking with me today. Today they fucking with me. I just, I'm like, man, I, I need a break. <laughs> you know, you ever just need a break from the re- the real? Yeah. That's what the fuck I need right now. And I just came off vacation. <laughs> I need another break. Uh, fortunately, I got to use my vacation time because I'm getting married in three months. Married? Yeah. You are one of the one of the ones that I I kind of just didn't see that happening. Why does everybody say that? I mean, it wasn't like I didn't see it happen; like it couldn't happen. I just didn't think that you would want to be married. It was that your vid? Did you ever want to just be married? It was just whatever happened, happened, but she doesn't get on my nerves, so I asked her to marry me. You know Luckily, that, she said, yeah. You know they don't get on your nerves until the ring is on, right? No, she's pretty fucking difficult. No, You've, you've seen me in my struggles, brother. 
Yeah, but most of us witnessed it on the outside, but we didn't want to say nothing because. Well, what what kind of fucking friends don't tell you? If are you trying to say you've seen some problems uh, arising before I well, jumped I in? I didn't see any problems, but like that, I fully believe that doesn't just come out of nowhere. Like, if she annoys you after you're married, she was doing that annoying shit before you guys got married. Man, I'm talking about. Like, how you catch a motherfucker and the shit not being there once the marriage is actually, you looking around, you look at, it looked like he was looking for it. She, she be, no, I moved away because I had to <laughs> fucking clear my throat and I didn't want to yak on the mic. I should be the one looking because she be here any minute. The walls is thin. I she can't just be busting in here. I'm just saying, like, I'm, you know, she went hunting for the rabbit and she used carrots and she got the rabbit, and now she's feeding the rabbit cabbage. I don't fucking like cabbage. I'm just saying. Then let her know you don't like cabbage. Nigga, be a man. Shit. You first, motherfucker. Shit. I like cabbage. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, the struggle is real, brother. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm not trying to warn you. I'm just trying to say, how many years y'all been together? You been together... A significant amount of time. Going on three years. That's good. That's good. I did five before I decided I was going to tie that knot. I know. I was there from the beginning. You were, man. Am I invited? Thing is. Oh, shit. No, nah, I'm not trying to like disinvite him. It's just that um, we're broke and it's going to be a really small wedding. So it's pretty much going to be just our family. You going to the fucking justice of the peace or what the fuck? No, it's. 50 people but between us oh you got your top 50 and you motherfucker okay motherfucker is family well, okay fine I'm not gonna stress out about it I ain't gonna dog you I'm just saying you know can I get a slice of cake or something you can have my cake I'm diabetic I ain't gonna <laughs> cake <laughs> okay you're not gonna do the freezing of the cake and all that shit are you you know the rituals and all that that shit tastes terrible after you pull that shit out of the fit. I, I believe it. Don't do it. Man, man, what's going on in the world, man? You just said something to me. You said every time you some shit go wrong, you say fucking Obama. Yeah. <laughs> it don't have to be nothing. It has nothing to do with Obama, but every like I, if I stub my toe in the shower, I just yell out, thanks, Obama. <laughs> Just because it's funny to me, and it has nothing to do with anything. It's the way of the world, right? It seems like everybody blaming him for every fucking thing. What you think about that? Well, everybody but niggas, at least. Which is funny because when he first got elected, everybody was going on. When, we're, when people were so happy about it being the first black president, people would interrupt. Well, you know he's half white, and now that he's starting to fuck up on some stuff, he's all he, Negro. They, they just ignoring the fact that he is half white. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, can't just let him slip now. Nope. <sighs> yeah, I get that shit at work all the time. I'm, I'm just around Republicans. I'm around some broke Republicans, too. Most I, of them are. I, I don't get it. I just don't understand. I got this brother at the job. He's not a brother. He's an Asian cat. But uh, he's poor. He makes less money than me. But he is... A diehard Republican man. He's like, 
always turning the channel to Fox News. Like, we got eight chairs that we work out of. I got of. a coworker like that. And imagine, specifically say, just put the TVs on sports. But he always turns it to Fox News. Yeah, we have a, a remote battle at my job. Like, <laughs> I swear I'm going right behind him. Click, click. And I just fuck with him. I'm putting on CNN. And then he'll see that shit and he'll get confused. And he's like, fucking Patrick. <laughs> By the way, the show is actually called Patrick's Book of Bullshit. And let me make something clear. How do I do this? Okay. My, one of my favorite people on TV right now is Stephen A. Smith. You know who he is. Yeah, yeah, it's for no fucking reason. I love this dude. I love him. I love his swagger. I love everything about him. And I, I and and I, that's when I thought of like something I would emulate. I would try to emulate him the best that I could. But the difference between me and him is that everything I say has no fucking factual value behind it. I just want to state the disclaimer <laughs> right here and right now. <laughs> I watch it every morning because. I'm just waiting for him to finally like get fed up and slap the shit out of Skip Bayless. You you see it's in the, it's in the, if you look at his left eye and the squint like you uh, nope. Bring up Tim Tebow's ass one more time. He <laughs> cracks me up with that shit. But yeah, that well, was the disclaimer. Man, well, now Manziel is the new person. He's jocking extra hard for no fucking reason. He gonna have to come with it, man. But what is it? Hoyer is the 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 at this point in time. Hoyer is like the man, the one that's starting. Is it, if I'm not mistaken? I really don't even pay attention to who the starting quarterback of the Browns is because <laughs> it changes every day. <laughs> the fucking Browns. Well, Cleveland's got their boy back. What you think about that? Big LeBron. Were you a fan? Yeah, I like LeBron, but I just. I found it funny because I saw I ran into some people at work. They're Miami Heat fans, and they were calling him a traitor for leaving. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa! Okay, he left Cleveland to go to y'all. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Look, my problem with LeBron is finally over, and let me let me speak my piece on the situation. Look, the dude was in Cleveland doing his thing, and I felt like he could have stayed there and won him some championships if he whined like Kobe did. To get his way and th- probably threaten to say, Wait, I'm did you violent. just admit that Kobe whined? I, I ain't never not admitted that. I'm just saying, you know, hey. I just assume every Laker fan just automatically ignores all the bullshit Kobe did. No, you get a lot of Laker fans, diehard <laughs> Laker fans, that choose to be ignorant of their surroundings and what the shit. No, not that's not me. That's sports fans in general. But uh, yeah. Probably, but not me. You know, I'm I'm completely understanding of, you know, all the bullshit that surrounds the Lakers and Kobe. But, yeah, but, but I got an unnatural hatred for Kobe Bryant. Like, I wanted him to go to jail for that rape case. I don't, I don't <laughs> whoa, even, whoa, whoa, why? I don't even think he did it, but I wanted him to go to jail. <laughs> what, where does this hatred stem from? Did he fucking not tip you at the bar? What? No, I just can't. I don't know why. I just can't stand him. I don't. And he's actually is a nice person when you meet him. And but so you a Bulls fan? Yep. And you were a Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. I I was a Laker fan throughout my childhood, growing up in L.A. 
But when Showtime broke up and, and it was no more, I was kind of searching. And Come I, to the light. I went to the light. I, I, Michael Jordan got on. Man, I became a, a Bulls fan. And I stayed a Bulls fan until the end of his career. When he left, I was searching for something like that. Should have just stayed with the Bulls. Ain't nothing like ain't nothing has gone come close to Michael Jordan until Kobe entered the scene. Could you? Would you agree with that? I'd agree. Like I fully agree. He probably is one of the closest thing to Jordan that we're gonna see. But but I, tell me what else was? Tell me what else is out there? You can't put LeBron in that thing. You know, we're not talking. We're talking about how he looked. Everything that Mike did, it's like. People have been trying to emulate it, but Kobe is the one that came the closest. Would you agree? Begrudgingly, I will agree. That's why I went back home, man, because fucking Kobe, man. Jordan, I Kobe. Did, I did get into it with a customer at work because they were talking about basketball, and he said Michael Jordan was the most overrated player in history. Kobe was way better than Jordan. And I was like, I can't talk to you no more. Did you Stephen A. Smith his ass? Did I you? was about to because he... <laughs> He kept going on. He said Jordan didn't have any competition back then. That's why he was so good. I'm like, you are fucking retarded. Yeah, you should have just, you should have put the mute button on. That's all you should have did, you know, because that wasn't about nothing. No way. No way. Like, I, I'm, I will admit that, you know, nobody can touch where Mike is. You know, LeBron seems like the new hybrid player, something that we've never seen before. He's got a he's got bits and pieces of a lot of the greats that we have that we've had have had. And when I think of an NBA MVP, I think of LeBron because the way I look at MVPs are people who make those teams better. Like you wasn't shit until this guy came and raised the bar and you and just be, just for him being there the team becomes better. That's some amazing shit. So that's why I, I I don't hate LeBron. My problem with LeBron was in his youth and the things and the way he went about things. Like, okay, so he was talking to, uh, what was it, Kate, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant stayed at Minnesota, didn't win nothing. He was like, man, don't spend your time there. Get on out of there. He left. He got his rings. LeBron leaves. It's the way he did it. He didn't tell nobody. We get on. He get on TV with that bullshit. What the fuck was it called? The the announcement. The anu- fucking well, bullshit. Not even the, the owner. Decision. The decision. And then the fucking owner didn't even know. Man, what kind of bullshit is that? I mean, that is bullshit. But it's not like he waited until his contract was up. He he. Did it the right way, but he didn't do it the right way. No, he waited till his contract was up because he had to wait till his contract was up. But that's not how you do things, man. That's not how people of old did things. Like you, you gave the people that was that gave you that opportunity. No, the problem was he held the press conference in Cleveland. Like you knew you was gonna leave. You should have just held it in a neutral spot. You mm. held a press conference in Cleveland and gave everybody hope. And then everyone got mad, and I got family in Cleveland, and I had to explain to him, it's Cleveland. That's why he went to Miami. <laughs> like, there's nothing in <laughs> Look, the decision bothered me. What bothered me before the decision was how the NBA just put him, like, they, they spotlighted him 
in the midst of Kobe still doing the things that he was doing for the NBA. Like, Kobe's was box office. Like, look, there's the NBA players, there's stars, there's superstars, and then there's box office stars. Now, box office stars sell out the the, the stadiums whenever, wherever they go. LeBron does that too. He does, uh, n- n- no doubt. All of those things paid a part in it, played a part in it. Obviously, a Laker, the Laker fan in me also. But it's like, hold on, man, hold on, man. This dude ain't even done nothing special yet. Yeah, he's good, but don't talk about the best that we've ever seen and all that kind of stuff when you haven't lived up to that. You have we we just got he just got here. He just got here. You know, no, no, don't start talking about magic and and Jordan and putting him in that. No, that was really offending me. That was pissing me the fuck off. It's because you're old enough to remember. Fuck you, Jeff. God damn. Now you're bring that shit. So what? I'm proud of my age. God damn it. <laughs> so so that happens. I'm pissed off about that. Then the decision comes. Then he gets on the TV. Not one, not two, not three, not four. All that bullshit. Well, that didn't bother me. He was just saying he's going like, if he would have came out and said, well, hopefully we'll win one, and he would have got shit on for not being confident and being sure. Dude, they came out with the smoke. And like the elevator and shit. Come on, man. Nothing. You don't think you, you was enjoying that? I didn't enjoy it, but you know, you realize I don't care about a lot of stuff. Like if it doesn't pertain to me, I really don't give a shit. That's fuck. But so, but the inner fan in you, the inner fan of the game, it's more Showtime and Flash, which I don't mind Flash because I come from <clears throat> the Showtime era. But that shit just kind of bugged me man I started to respect him much much more once that championship came that first championship I said let me let mm, off the, everybody loves a winner let me let off the throttle let me let off the throttle let me you know okay you have achieved that thing that where I put everybody you know because I always say five rings Kobe got five get one so did Tim Duncan and he won him without saying shit every, every time I talk about Kobe somebody gotta pull Tim Duncan out his ass Cause he did all that and he didn't say a damn thing. He always walk around with that confused ass look on his face. Antoine, you're gonna love that. You gonna I know I can uh, we setting up the show when you come on this motherfucker here talking about Tim Duncan's ass. Look. I'ma just break down and say, yes, Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward we've ever seen. And the way he did it was straight up man. I respect Tim Duncan's Slow looking ass, <laughs> baby Huey's ass. He, I just don't like. I don't know why I don't like him because he's he's so respected. But maybe because the game was just plain and fundamental. But how could you hate on plain and fundamental if it wins? And I just don't know. Cause man. people want to see dunks and shit talking. He don't do that. He look. Like an old ass Drake, <laughs> an old ass Drake. No, you see Drake on Aspies? Nope, on because Drake was hosting. Oh, uh oh, so you you got a you got a thing against Drake, huh? I I just don't like him. Like started from the bottom, nigga. He was on Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was talking about before Degrassi. <laughs> His mama was rich. Where? 
Yeah, he ain't struggle. And plus, it's Canada. Everybody's struggling in Canada, right? No. Why are they feeding that bullshit to us then? No, why is he feeding that bullshit? And why are y'all buying it? Y'all co-signing it just because he lumped in with Lil Wayne's ass. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not me. I just, I actually like Drake, man. I do. You more underground. I saw your post on Facebook. Anything, what you say about Tribe? Tribe related automatically because I was watching that documentary. That documentary was cold. Man. Even though I felt bad for Ali because him and Jerobi, like, they just like the kids watching their parents argue. <laughs> <laughs> like the Dame Dash Jay Z with uh, Kanye in the middle? Yeah, like. When they interviewed them about them arguing, they just like, I'm just glad this shit's over. <laughs> man, man, uh, those were some, that music was, man, I'm not finished fucking talking about LeBron and you brought that shit up, man. That was another, you motherfucker. Well, I think I changed your topic. Get over it. Fuck it. <laughs> music, though, back in those days, man, music was music. And, I just miss that shit. I do. I really do. But you guys seem to find music, this underground music that I'm too old to capture. I need you guys around in my life to keep me on on point with the shit that's going on on the, on the low. I just, <sighs> I stopped listening to radio. Um, I find myself uh, Pandoran on all the music that I used to listen to back in the days. man. I've just been listening to old shit lately for no reason. Like what? Besides Tribe. Like, I mean, like, old soul music. Like, last week, I was listening to Bobby Womack all day. That's the man, dude. And then I found out he died, and I felt like... Because every time I get to listen to somebody a lot, they, like, they die not too long later. Like, I listen to James Brown a lot, and he died. It must be you killing motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't listen to this fucking podcast after it's over, you motherfucker. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Go somewhere, god damn it. Well, no, everybody that you seem to fucking mention was fucking 88 years old any damn way. Well, yeah. And so, it was, you know, they, they lived a good life. Well, you, well, Bobby Womack probably didn't really remember most of it because the man had Alzheimer's. You know who's my man? Bill Withers. Mm. I know, I know, I know. You just keep on using me till you use me. Them fucking sideburns he had. And he looked like he just had a one of them drinks with a brown paper bag wrapped around it. You didn't know what he was drinking, but you know whatever it was, it was something you couldn't drink. <laughs> he had that look on his face. Look at young blood. Young blood. Anybody use young blood, you know. <laughs> you need to keep their ass at arm's distance because you know they got a fucking knife. Gonna stick your ass. Not not cut you, but stick you. <laughs> Make you stick your damn self. Stick yourself. Eat. Fucking Bill Withers is the man. He he just left us, didn't he? He died. No, you you just you corrected me. I'm, I stand corrected. You were talking about uh, Bobby Womack. That was him that I heard of. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Bill. I hope you're still alive, bro. <laughs> he ain't gonna listen to this shit, man. Uh, marriage. Yep. How is uh? How's it going, man? Like, how is the the relationship? What are your struggles in it? Well, the only struggle right now is with the marriage coming up is actually paying for it and 
and who to invite and all that stuff. And I didn't want to deal with all that because I didn't want to leave. I told her I just wanted to get married at the courthouse and then we could throw a party so whoever wants to show up can. Yeah. No, no, she wasn't having that, right? And I'm fine with it, but it's just because we're not, because we're kind of broke, so we could only have like a 50-person limit. And then everybody said they want to go, and I figured the only way I can keep them from showing up is saying, you all right, you can show up, but you have to pay for your plate. <laughs> you know people won't show up. Man, I'll show, man. I'll show unless you them plates is like ninety dollar plates or some shit. It's, it's included, but anybody extra, I'm just gonna tell them you're gonna have to pay for it. And then they'll wait, wait, wait. So there's an end. So I can show as long as I pay for my plate. Man, just bring your ass to the wedding. I'm, shit, you ain't gonna stop me. You was at mine. I'm going to yours. Where's it gonna be at? Over at the Grove. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. When? November 1st. Oh, well, we got it marked, I guess. I'll... For that very significant date. It's a, I guess it's a real romantic reason why, but I'm really not big on romance and stuff. It, it, it's actually the day we met. Oh, shit, you fucking sap. That's the day she chose. And the only reason I'll always remember November 1st because I was hung over as shit the day we met. And she, and she fell for you in the hung, hangover moment. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard the other podcast I did. You heard the story of how we met and my first words to her and all that. You put it on mine <laughs> for those who don't know. Break it down. All right. We met because her friend... Made it sound like she was going to give me a blowjob in the bathroom. <laughs> the friend or her? The friend. Uh-huh. Okay. Luckily, she didn't because if she did, I wouldn't be with her right now because that would just be the <laughs> good. You can't wife the girl to just bleed in the bathroom. You don't really know each other. and You can, but... uh. Well, you can, but... <laughs> You never look at it the same in the kitchen, huh? Cooking bacon. <laughs> well, I know the kind of person I am. I don't tell anybody, yo, she blew me in the bathroom. Mm. What's her name? I don't know. Mm. And I was really intrigued because she was dating women for five years before me. And. Whoa. Yeah. Your girl now. Mm hmm. Interesting. And her friend told me that. And at first, I was like, damn it, how fucking feminine do I look? <laughs> no, you don't look feminine at all. You're starting to get that music soul child look to yourself. You know, how many motherfuckers tell you that shit? I've heard it a couple of times. I've also heard Ice Cube. What? No. You like music soul child. Just any chubby nigga with a beard. What <laughs> 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 look like? No, 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 no. I think I think music is a handsome cat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I put you right in that bracket. All right, but I can't sing for shit. No, don't do that. No, no I won't. No, no. no. I'll joke my way in this pussy, but I <laughs> need to. Well, not anymore because I'm getting married. But random question. This came out of nowhere, but I'm gonna put this shit on wax, <laughs> dude. I was talking to somebody the other day. Actually, no, I was seeing, I, I was looking at this vine and uh, 
it was this white kid and he was like uh what's that song uh pull up to the sea with my ceiling missing uh i'm different yeah, yeah. i'm different so the kid was singing that song and he goes i'm different yeah i'm different and he stands up and he's got his dick tucked under his legs and he goes, I pull up to the sea with my penis missing. I was fucking dying, right? And I, I showed everybody that shit. We started cracking up, clowning, laughing our asses off. And and the and the so the question is, brother, have you ever tucked it? No. You're not gonna admit that shit right now. <laughs> no, you, I didn't. You've never tucked it before. No. No, I didn't pull the fucking Buffalo Bob songs shit. <laughs> See, you make it fucked up. People make it fucked up when they bring that shit up. Because it wasn't never like that for me. I know, but that's the most, that's the best thing to associate it with. No, that's not the best thing because it becomes perverted and fucked up and like nasty when you look at it like that. That's not the way that it was supposed to be. It's nasty. <laughs> man, fuck it, man. I've tucked it. God damn it. I've tucked it and showed my woman and it. It's funny as shit, dude. I mean, sometimes I mean, we're gonna throw out embarrassing shit. I didn't get circumcised till I was twenty-seven. There. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what the fuck do I say? <laughs> oh man, why did you choose twenty-seven? Um, the decision was made for me when I got caught in my zipper. And I practically did it myself. And the doctor's like, yeah, we're going to have to finish this off. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and finish this off. Yeah. Do you need to be numb or should we just go ahead and finish sharing this shit? Yeah, because they were saying, well, we can, well, we can numb you and we can. I was like, no, you're going to put me out. Mm. Well, so far, this is my first boy on the show and he has, I'm, I'm alone so far with the tuck rule. He has not tucked it, so it goes stated. I think he's lying. No, I haven't. And because you brought up the fucking the the fucking yeah, like if I could admit that, don't you think I would admit to tucking? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. I fucking tucked it though. Yeah, that's like my own insurance had to pay for my circumcision. Like that's. <laughs> I might tuck it tonight, baby. Look, I still got it. <laughs> I no longer have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Uh, it was just a funny ass moment. I just thought I would. I'm, I'm just gonna do a survey. With how many of my friends did it, and how many haven't? But I'm a real feel real bad if nobody has, and it was just me. Then I gotta do some soul searching. <laughs> well, I will tell you this: I'm the only guest you have that remembers the circumcision. Mm. What do you mean? That's oh, that's right. It, being a grown man and having to deal with that shit, having to schedule sick days. They didn't put you to sleep. No, they didn't put me to sleep. I made sure of that. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I I watched my. I wasn't there for Little Patrick's, but I was there for Ethan's, and I was there for the whole thing, and I was just biting down, just gritting. And uh, he had looked like a champ. He took bottle. They were just, she, the the nurse knew what to do. She was like, "Just get a bottle ready." And I was right there with a bottle. But the thing that they put him in, they put him like in this baby strap thing. He had no idea what was going on. Snip, snip. It was like a little cigar shear too. And they just pulled the meat and just. And he ah! 
give him the bottle. And he was good. He was good. I'm like, thank God he'll never remember this, but I will <laughs> for him. Like 9-11, never forget. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what else did I want to touch on when we, I was thinking about that? Uh, damn, that shit just slipped my mind. Slip your mind. <laughs> The fuck you got to tell me? Uh, uh, slip my mind. Slip your mind. I got a question for you. How was it when you first met your wife's in-laws? Like, was that a weird situation? Okay, so my wife is Caucasian. She's from Wyoming. And uh, yes, it was fucking awkward. But luckily I had help because she was with a black dude before me. So he they he broke him in pretty much, so it was pretty much like let's see what this nigga has to offer, type thing. And you probably literally said that too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I hope they don't listen to this show. I hope this is like number fifty that they listen to. I hope this is they don't go to this one first. I love y'all, by the way. I love every last one of y'all. No, but no, you know it wasn't as awkward we had some run-ins but everything worked itself out for the most part i remember that magic moment at your wedding when they like they started doing the electric slide <laughs> and the white side of the family realized it's the exact same thing as line dancing <laughs> everybody just in unison started doing the electric slide as candy from cameos playing in the background did you not think that that was like a great like moment in history I'm like, damn it! I should have this shit filmed. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Uh, was unity. Like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I know this one. Ah, so you heard the podcast, which was supposed to be a tester, but it actually turned into one. It was me and my son. Yeah, I heard it. So when I asked you about it, you said you pretty much just dogged your kid on on a on a on the talk show like that, huh? Why do you think I dogged him, dude? Because you let potentially millions of people know that he shit himself. I'm about to help this situation. I was laughing my ass off if it makes you feel better. The shit was funny as fuck, right? Yeah. It's real life. Shit happens. Literally. <laughs> tell me, have you ever had a shitty situation? Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you I had one, too. That's why it was so easy for me to to film him about it because... You know, Pops has had his run in. So for you, son, let me put mine on wax. Me and Tiff aren't quite married yet, but we were sharing one vehicle because obviously the vehicle that I had got snatched up by the ex-girlfriend because it was in her name, actually. (laughs) So that nigga shit. Whatever. Uh, So we, we got a Saturn stick shipped. And the bowels ain't all that great. And she worked at Bally's Hotel, and we lived in the Southwest, and it was a quite a drive. So I had to get her to work, then come back home, get dressed, and then take off for myself and get to work, which was in Aliante. So you can imagine the the, the, the mileage put on the that mileage car. put on that car took a shit, and it was. I don't even make Saturns no more. Yeah, it was disrespected like Paul Gasol. That's how fucked up that car was. Man, why'd he have to go to the Bulls? Why not? He gonna, I think he's going to ball. 
I think he's going to ball because he don't have that stress of where he's going to get traded every 72 hours. Yeah, that and he don't got to play with the rapist. There you go with that shit. Back to the shitty situation. So every morning, I know me. I know that my bowels get stirred up and I get all fucked up inside and shit, whatever. But we were late, running late, so I had to get her to to work. So mind you, this is a stick shift and it always seems to happen to me like this. So I'm all, it, my stomach was already nervous, but we get to the halfway point on the freeway to where it's like, oh, I can't hold this shit. And I'm thinking to myself, let's just get there. My hands are sweating. My feet are fucking sweating. It's a, it's, it's really bad. Plus it's a stick shift. And now we run into fucking traffic. So I'm panicked uh, and I'm planning this shit. I can't, I'm looking to the left. I'm looking to the right. I'm like, I got to get off this freeway. And I got to get to the nearest service station or Burger King, whatever the fuck, and let this shit happen. Couldn't do it. Uh, held it. Pinched it off. Got to her job and the shit disappeared. I didn't have to use the bathroom no more. Would you believe that? So I get back in the car, take off, get back to the halfway point. Gotcha, nigga. Almost. I get home. We don't have an automatic garage door opener. We have we have to literally open. I had to get out of the car and lift the garage door open. So I get there and lift the garage door open, and I park the car inside, and I go to the door that which leads into the house. The door is locked. I can't get in, and I'm looking at my keys, and I realize that on my key ring, I don't have the fucking key to get the door open. Panic mode. Oh shit. Uh, Go to the front door. Front door is locked. Go to the windows in the front. Everything is locked off. Run to the back. Oh, God. The, the back door is locked. I can't get up to the high, high windows because there's no way to get up there. It's about to go down. I need to figure something out. I need to figure it out fast. I go, the, I, so I looked around. Grabbed the trash can. Pulled the trash can into the garage put it to the side of the car, put the feet up against the, put the back against the car, put the feet up on the wall of the garage, close the garage door down, by the way, and just let it go into the trash can. Took my sock off, wiped my ass with my sock. Yes, I did, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck you. It's happened to everyone in their kind of way. I don't give a shit. And let that shit happen. The difference between me and my son is I think the younger generations are fucking dumb as shit because he left the evidence. See, by me shitting in a trash can and using my sock, my primitive survival rating, if you've been watching Naked and Afraid, went up. <laughs> you know, his, he don't have no survival rating because he just left the shit there and got in trouble with it. Damn, my shitty situation because I got IBS. Niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I had to shit in the dumpster behind the Burger King. Like, I'm sitting there like a homeless dude, but, and then I realized what happened, so I just took my drawers off and threw them in the trash, and I free-balled at home, and I hopped in the shower as soon as I got there, and I got rid of those jeans I was wearing. My man. See, what you thought was you was going to get me to laugh at you, but no, I feel your pain. That's why, I was, why it's so easy for me to talk about it, because... I'm a, I'm a supervisor at my job. If any, they can lie to me and they know the best lie to lie to me about is to tell me that your stomach is hurting or you, you got diarrhea. You are free to go. What you got to do? 
you're, you're free. <clears throat> talk about your car or something, we, I might write your ass up. But you talk about your bowels. Pass. No, that's when maybe because I had to get a colonoscopy because of the whole thing, which made me feel bad because I never thought I'd get one under the age of 40. Mm. Colonoscopy. Oh, be, to figure out what was the fucking yeah, problem? Yeah, um, oh, I had a severe stomach ulcer, which led to the chronic gastritis, which is just pretty much the same as IBS. God damn. Mm-hmm. So are you fixed now, or you having those same issues? Or I just got to watch what I eat. Yeah, I, I figured that. I, I've learned, too, throughout the ages that I didn't drink enough fucking water. Like That's a big one. Soda is my water. But now that I know <laughs> this, I, put a, I hydrate more, and I don't really have those issues no more. But if the night before I had two or three Cokes, I know not to go nowhere Damn, that like next I day. I got to cut out spicy food. Mm. Cut back on alcohol. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. I really don't drink as much as I joke about. Really? Yeah. Remember that time you brought them weird-ass Blue Moon beers over to the house and mm-hmm. I drank one and was <laughs> snoring? <laughs> oh, man. Remember that time you tried to get me with that damn hot sauce and... You were expecting me to flip out, but I didn't. Something was wrong with you because everybody else that had that hot sauce down there died. You stand there straight facing me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with this dude? He got fucking. No, it was hot. Superman. I'm not going like the shit burned, but I'm not going to run around and flip the fuck out. You didn't ask for no water, no milk, no nothing. You just let it pass. Yeah. Watching too many kung fu flicks, iron tongue technique. <laughs> I should have kicked you in the foot. Maybe that'd have turned off the iron tongue. <laughs> yeah, that was like the first first day we met. Well, first few times we started hanging out. Marquise brought you through, and maybe not the first time. No, man, those were the days. That's when I actually had hair. I used to go get my hair braided. Mm, mm, mm. Can't braid shit now. It is what it is. Well, past a certain age, you don't need braids no more. That's true. Anyway. Yeah, true. That's and when somebody going to have the heart to tell Stevie wanted to get rid of that shit? <laughs> i tell you what. When you make it, you go first. <laughs> I'd like somebody to say that shit. Like, he's blind, but I know he knows the shit don't start to right here. He got that RoboCop. That RoboCop yeah. line where that shit started like in the top of the back, that Lee Mubai. I know he made songs in the key of life, but don't do that to the man. Well, I mean, the rest of that shit is long as fuck, though. You know, leave it alone. Motherfuckers in Japan, do they do that right? China. That's, they do that on purpose. <laughs> I mean, shit, man. You know, let Stevie be Stevie. All the accolades, everything he done accomplished, he accomplished the RoboCop hairline too. He had that shit for a long time. Yeah, like that nigga pass. No. No, that's. And why was he? Why did he have front row seats at the Laker game? (laughs) (laughs) We go in on that shit, man. (laughs) I'm, man, I'm happy to have you on the show. Uh, we going to do this again? 
We'll do it again, but I want that question answered. Why do he have front row seats? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>